0: Welcome to MSRB Podcast. the Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board Podcasts are designed to enhance understanding of the municipal securities market. On today's podcast, we will be discussing data available about the municipal securities market. I'm Rita McLaughlin, the Chief Education Officer at the MSRB, and joining me is MSRB's Director of Research, Marcelo Vieira. Thanks, Rita. So, Marcelo, for our discussion, tell us a bit about what types of data are available at the MSRB.
1: Sure. As the regulator of the municipal securities market, the MSRB has been collecting data on transactions, documents, rate resets, 529 plans, political contributions for many, many years, in some cases for decades. Most of the data that we collect and that we'll discuss today the actual official repository for that information. A good place to start is the primary marketplace. So in most cases, a new issue in the municipal market will have an offering document called an official statement. So these are submitted by dealers and the MSRB has been collecting these documents since the early 1990s. Official statements typically include information on the issue, on the securities, for example, the maturity dates prices, coupons, as well as important information about the issuer, maybe the conduit borrower, or the obligor for that offering. So related to disclosure documents, the MSRB became the official repository for continued disclosure documents in middle of 2009. These are documents submitted by issuers and other obligated entities containing material information about the security and or the issuer. For the secondary market, And really sort of the third set of data that we collect, those are trade information. So the MSRB has been collecting transaction data for nearly two decades, but it's been really since January 2005 that trade information became available real time, or at least within 15 minutes of the trade. So, outside those three main types of data that we collect, we also have some other data programs. They're smaller, but they're just as important. For example, our short-term obligation rate transparency system, which collects interest rate resets and documents for VRDROs and auction rate securities. We have a political contribution system. We have the 529 able program systems. And for all these systems, we've been collecting data for many, many years.
0: So, Marcelo, you mentioned that, you know, there are lots of data programs that the MSRB has, and one you mentioned is the short system, the short-term obligation rate transparency system. I think many know it in the market as short, as well as several of the other systems. Where does that data come from? So, over the
1: years, different MSRB rules have required the reporting and the submission of different types of data to the MSRB. So, let's go over for a few examples. Rule G32 Disclosures and connections with primary offerings requires that dealers submit official statements and other data related to municipal primary offerings. Another example is Rule G14, reports of sales or purchases, which requires dealers to submit information on every trade that happens in the municipal market. Another important rule, it's pursuant to the SEC Rule 15C212. And for that, issuers and other responsible for making disclosures on their behalf may be required to submit continued disclosure documents to the MSRB. There are a few other rules that govern the submission of data to the MSRB, G37 for political contributions, G45 for 529 and ABLE plans, but again, these are just some of the examples of how we get the data that we get.
0: So how is the information that's collected by the MSRB, how is that provided to the market?
1: So first and foremost, we make most of the information collect available through our EMMA system, the MSRB public portal. But we also make the information that we collect available through subscription services. But we wanted to make that information that we're collecting available through different formats. So one of the first tools we created was the market statistics on EMMA. And those statistics provide EMA users with the aggregation of municipal trades. It really allows users to see daily volumes in terms of the number of trades, the volumes by coupon and maturity size and by state. It really complements EMA well because on EMA, the user can see all the individual trades, but the market stats really allow the user to aggregate all of those trades. But we also have a number of other statistical reports on the May MSRB website and on EMMA. Periodically, we release research-type reports that will discuss different topics that we think are relevant to the marketplace. So, for example, we published a dealer concentration report that talked about the concentration and the participation of dealers in the marketplace. Our chief economist published a report on market spreads. In terms of statistical reports, our main publication really is the Book.
0: So, Marcelli, you said our main publication that captures much of the MSRB's data is the Factbook. So tell us a bit about the history of the Fact Book and why did it start?
1: So the Book is an annual report, and it provides a comprehensive summary of a lot of the data the MSRB collects. It is really meant to be a reference report that provides a historical view across the different types of data we collect. It has in-depth data and statistics on trading activity, things like trade type and security type and sector, but it also provides information on number and types of disclosures. Again, so primary and continued disclosures. We also collect and disseminate through the fact book data on interest rate resets for VRDOs and auction rate securities. And as the official repository of municipal market data, we wanted to provide the marketplace with a reference report that was reliable, accurate, and available for free. So the first fact book was published in early 2009, and typically the report comes out every year within 60 days after the end of the year.
0: What would you point to as some of the most interesting or significant data that one can find in the Factbook? So
1: about 60 to 70% of the information in the Factbook is based on the trade data. We slice and dice the trade data in a number of different ways, giving the user a comprehensive perspective on trade activity. So for example, we have a list of most active traded securities. Information on dealer activity, trade information by security and issue type coupon type, tax status, sectors, all kinds of different types of information. And what's really interesting is that users can go back nearly 10 years and compare trends across all of these statistics. So the Factbook also has a lot of information on, as we said, interest rate resets for VRDOs and auction rate securities, and then continued disclosures and primary market submissions. So for continued disclosures, the fact book provides detailed counts for the number and types of disclosures the MSRB receives.
0: So, Marcello, for those that are listening to this podcast, what would you share as one of your favorite market statistics that the MSRB clocks?
1: So, we just recently published our fact book, and we noticed some interesting trends. For example, par traded increased nearly 4% in 2018 to $3.1 trillion, and this compares to about $2.98 trillion in 2017. Well, what was really interesting is that the number of trades increased only 2.9% to just about 10 million trades in 2018, but that was the highest volume since 2013. Another interesting statistic was that the number of individual securities traded in 2018 On average, per day increased from about 14,000 in 2017 to 15,500 in 2018. So we saw a significant increase in trading activity this past year. Related to continued disclosures, the number of financial and event disclosures received by the MSRB decreased, actually, in 2018 to approximately 147,000 disclosures. And this was the lowest since 2012. And so we dug a little deeper into those statistics and found out that the total disclosures were down, so nearly 10%. But what was interesting is that financial disclosures was only down about 5%. And most of the decrease came from the event disclosure side, and that was down about 17%. And what really contributed to that decrease was a lower volume in bond calls and rating change types of disclosures.
0: Are there any correlations or any sort of events that could be attributed to these particular decreases that you mentioned?
1: So the number fluctuates every year. So over the past five years or so, we've seen sort of this increase in the number of disclosures, particularly in the financial types of disclosures. But as I noted this year, we saw a pretty sharp decrease. But I think that was really based on the fact that there were a lot of event disclosures in 2017 due to rating changes and bond calls. So the number in 2018 looked much smaller than compared to last year.
0: So, in terms of looking at the data that's available on the EMMA website or the data that the MSRB collects, what's some words of wisdom or advice that you would offer someone that's listening to this podcast or someone that's on our website that's looking for data on the municipal securities market?
1: EMMA or MSRB.org will give you access to information that is not readily available anywhere else. Emma's market statistics and our fact book provide a point of reference, a way to analyze trends across the marketplace that's unique, it's user friendly, and again, not available anyplace else.
0: Well, thank you, Marcelo, for giving us those insights on MSRB statistics. Thank you for your time today. Thanks, Rita. Thank you for joining us and please stay tuned to our upcoming new series of podcasts. If you have any comments, feedback, or suggestions for future podcast topics, please email us at msrbevents at msrb.org. The information provided in this MSRB podcast is intended for educational purposes only and provides a general overview of the subject matter. The content of the podcast is not intended to provide and does not constitute legal, investment, tax, business, or other advice and is not an MSRB rule or an amendment to or interpretation of any MSRB rule. Compliance with conduct recommended in the podcast does not mean that a firm or an individual has complied fully with obligations under the MSRB rules, other self-regulatory rules, or laws, or regulations. The MSRB podcasts are the sole property of the MSRB. You may access and download the MSRB podcast only for your educational, non-commercial use. You may not reproduce them in whole or in part, in any form, or reference them in any publication without the MSRB's prior written consent. Copyright 2019, the Municipal Securities Rulemaking Board. All rights reserved. And thank you for listening to MSRB podcast.